Alright. And you can start the intro if you want. Yeah, I yeah. just started it. Alright. Hi everyone. My name is Sian Takwehabsagaver and I am a junior at Basis DC, as you guys already know, and I'm here with Noemi Durand. Hi, I'm also a junior at Basis DC, and we're gonna be talking about um our personal experiences with the transition from middle to high school and how we feel that's going to transition into college, um, but also kind of how that broadly relates to how that'll affect our experience in the real world. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that just to start off, we go to a pretty rigorous school. We've been attending it since our fifth grade. And so this being the end of junior year, we are approaching our, what, like eighth year at the school now. Um, yeah. It's definitely been a ride. It has definitely been a ride, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think I, I was just talking to someone about this today, actually. And like, I think one of the things that most shows how we're is that I took AP Calc BC in 10th grade and the national like the national math level for 10th grade is algebra one i believe since mm. this year it's supposed to be algebra two um and i i feel like that just really shows the difference you know definitely i think that's like that's a really good point because when it comes to like math or stem adjacent courses mm-hmm. our school goes pretty hard um this yeah. year this year marks like maybe out of all the like APs I've taken oh my goodness like we're we're well past 10 I know that we're past 10 and it's it's been a ride yeah I've taken 13 APs yeah that's it's crazy especially considering the fact that there are some schools in the city that don't even provide AP courses to their students or like having an AP course is like a luxury almost um I know one thing is that I've never had to pay for the AP courses that I've taken just because like our school is so adamant about them that they cover the cost, Mm -hmm. which is nice. But there's always, you know, like there's, you know, the other side of the coin is that burnout and um, sort of like the negative effects of having such a rigorous schedule were um, definitely not few and far between in my experience. So Amy, what about you? Yeah, I mean, definitely the same thing. Um, I think just in general, our school makes us, like, grow up a little bit sooner in terms of what courses we take. Like, we took our first AP course in eighth grade, whereas most schools don't take them until ninth or usually more like tenth grade. Um, so I think, like, that kind of just forced us to, to grow up as students. And that, I think for me, and the thing is, I'm a good student. And so I haven't seen the negative impacts of this as much yet. But I think for me, that created, um, like, a sense of my grades equaling my self-worth, essentially. Mm. And, like, that my academic success defines my success as an individual. And I've had to, like, really fight in order to like get myself away from that and recognizing the importance of being happy in my life Mm -hmm. and not just like doing homework 24 7 um so I think that's been like the the effect that I've seen the most for myself yeah 
that makes a lot of sense and honestly same like it wasn't maybe until the past school year that I like started to detach my self-worth from the grades that I earned and it was definitely a hard a hard thing to discover because like I've always loved school I've always loved learning and I think that um understanding that like I know more than what my accomplishments might show was definitely like a learning curve because well I mean there's like this we're, we're taught the opposite you know like it or not like there's there's always been like this reward for doing better whether it's praise or some sort of like actual like recognition for it and you know growing up that's definitely a large part of like discovering how to value yourself is that understanding how much positive and negative feedback you get for what you do and when you perform well in school whether it's getting an A on a test or doing really well in a trimester I like it's easy to say um, it's less that I'm being, you know, rewarded for um, all the hard work that I'm putting in and more that I'm naturally smart. That's what I took away from it. And that was definitely something I think that um, it ties into like a larger conversation about our school system. And being that we are rising seniors, we have like, you know, we've we've had our time in the dryer. Like we've been we've been thrown around a little bit. I can't even lie. <laughs> And um, I walked away with some very strong opinions towards standardized testing and things of the like. But, Noemi, what are your thoughts? Same. Um, no, definitely same. And I think, like, you bringing up the word smart it brought up something that I've been thinking about for a long time, which is our definition of smart. Uh-huh. And I think, for me, like, that goes back to, like, grades equaling my self-worth. But for me, my definition of smart for the majority of my life was how well you do at school Mm -hmm. and like your grades your like SAT score like just standardized test scores in general and I was lucky enough to do well on those and so I like part of my identity was yeah I'm a smart kid because I do well in school but then have up friends who are like freaking geniuses but don't necessarily get A's in school because their genius comes from their art or something outside of school that like takes their attention away from school it's not necessarily a bad thing but Mm -hmm. then it means that they don't do as well in school and and I think the the like broader and more long-term effect of that is that that they might not get like same kind of chances for example um and I think that's like been a primary motivator for me to do well in school is that end goal of going to a good college mm-hmm. um which i mean again good is like kind of questionable because you know the ivy leagues are probably just as good as like other public schools or hbcus or whatever um but i like i think both my parents and just the environment that i grew up in that was supposed to be my end goal and the way to get there was to do well in school and so I think that also like connects back to this because the college that you go to like kind of defines the rest of your life at least the way that it was taught to me and then that also defines your self-worth because depending on what you do with your life mm-hmm. defines your self-worth again is what like I've been told my entire life I've kind of grown away from that mindset but it, I think it's still kind of embedded in me and it's hard to fully get away from that that's definitely understandable no like I I totally get that it's like 
it's sort of like a social thing where we have like this habit of inputting a sort of caste system on people when it's nothing is one size fits all nothing is because everyone is so different our experiences are so different and we're just like a culmination of our experiences so whether it be the college you attend the grades you get i mean the grades you get are literally a b c d or f so it's it's hard to like detach yourself from this mindset that you have to be the best at something in order to get the best like to reap the best benefits so what you're saying makes total sense it's totally valid I know that um I've just like for me it's like school has never been a major like I know for some people it's a hurdle because um being that it might not be like the like the environment that's the schools they've been in aren't conducive to the way that they learn right so they might have a different learning style than what they've they've been exposed to or um, they might not uh, be able to sort of compartmentalize what's happening outside of school and what's happening in school. And I know that these are like things that they've been discussed. It's sort of been like over-digested, over-dissected, all of these different things. But I haven't seen a lot of change happen on like a a grand scale. I know that um, for myself, I've, I've always sort of associated my performance in a class with my relationship to that teacher or my peers. So if there's a class that I'm not particularly good at or I don't particularly like, I'm probably not going to be as, you know, as close to the teacher. I'm probably not going to be as outgoing as I would be in a class that I do like. So seeing the sort of parallels between my social behavior and my performance in school has been like a really major observation of mine that I've made this year. Noemi, what have you noticed in terms of like how you were socially in school, what that means, especially in comparison to coming back after the pandemic? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I definitely like fully agree with what you said with how you feel towards the class affects your relationship with the teacher and the students in that class. But I also think it's vice versa. Your relationship with the teacher and the students in that class is like affects your relationship towards the class content as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, statistics. I absolutely love Ms. Horowitz, mm-hmm. one of my favorite teachers ever. I think her energy and her like commitment to being organized and being there for us as students mm-hmm. really makes her an amazing teacher. Definitely. And I was already interested in statistics like in the content but I think her teaching just made it so much better and so much more interesting and I think like I've seen that in multiple other classes too and same thing like also for statistics I have a whole bunch of friends in that class and so that makes it more fun because that and I can engage with the content while still having fun with the people that I'm that I'm like doing it with so I think that it goes both ways and I also think that like in terms of in terms of COVID, we lost a lot of that because, like COVID, having everything virtual, it made us not be able to have that same engagement with our peers and with our teachers. Mm-hmm. And so you can't really like stay behind class and just talk to your teacher for five minutes during COVID. You know, right. I mean, like I guess you could, but like then you just be the last two in the in the room, and like what else? What if someone else was there? Like it's just more weird whereas in person that's like completely normal to do and you just talk more like over covid i was not the student that i can 
consider myself to be because I didn't participate in class. I sometimes didn't show up to class. And like both of those things would be unimaginable right now. I like, I talk a lot. You know this, you have several classes with me, but like philosophy, for example, I talk so much. English, I talk so much. And the only class during COVID that I like participated in kind of was English. And again, that's because we had Miss Webster, who's mm-hmm. an amazing teacher and adapted, I think, as best as she could right. to, to virtual school. So I think that like COVID really had a negative impact on the way that we participated in class and therefore what we got from that class. Um, and then when we came back to in-person school, that barrier kind of went away. Um, but I do think that like COVID, at least for me, impacted my mental health in terms of like how I felt about school and how I felt about my self-worth and things like that. And so coming back to school, I still had to deal with the long-term impacts that COVID had on my mental health, but just in a in-person environment. And so I think that was a really unique experience. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about that? Um, I think that, well, one, I think that you make a very fair point about like, socially uh it it was like we were a lot less outgoing last year especially since like it's sort of hard when everyone's cameras are off and everyone's on mute and it's like our teachers are like hey you know like am I the only one here like guys participate and it's like you can only use the chat function so much until like you know it's just like crickets but um I would say interestingly enough I felt like COVID sort of helped me on like a more personal level in terms of like figuring out who I was socially. I know that years prior, I might have been like a little more outgoing, probably a lot more, a lot more friendlier, but I always had like a lot less energy at the end of the day. Like just like I'd be disheveled, man, hair everywhere, mouth dry. Like I'm just done. Like I was tired and you know during COVID, I'm like lounging in my pajamas, I got my little slippers on, I'm just walking around the house, laptop in my hand, just living, and no, don't get me wrong, like, I did not like the quarantine year at all, no, but I've come to school, one, a lot more thankful to be around people, even if the people aren't people I know, like, particularly well, or people that I'm not, like, the closest friends with, like, I'm just happy to be around other people in this like environment dedicated solely to learning. Um, on the other hand, I also feel like there was a lot less need for me to go out of my way to like be social. Like I, I discovered the other hand where it's like, oh my God, I'm not talking to anyone and life is kind of good right now. So yeah. Like, on the other hand, like, you know, you and I have a bunch of classes together, and it's like, I'd say, us, we have, I know we have stats, and we have philosophy, I think that's all, right? And yeah, French so. on occasion, French on occasion. Right. I'd yeah. say, like, aside from philosophy, I'm, like, partic- I'm incredibly quiet in my classes, just because I've, like, realized I don't need to speak as much in order to enjoy what's happening. And I think I've enjoyed that aspect of it, like not being afraid of being quieter because maybe I might make some, (coughs) (coughs) that was, okay, that was a little ad break for you guys. Um, Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Don't even worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, these allergies have been crazy. But um, yeah, I, uh, socially, it's like, 
it's been a ride. I'd say academically, I feel like to tie in my point earlier, I've learned how to detach my self-worth from my grades. Um, I academically, like I'm doing well. I feel like I've bounced back. I feel like I'm 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 working at, at optimal levels. Like your girl is pushing it like a factory line worker. She's doing it. Okay. <laughs> but okay. yeah, thank you, thank you. But I've learned how to like just take things a bit easier. Like that was a big thing for me is like not being so uptight about my grades. Like I've learned that I can do well, do really well without like, you know, like pulling my hair out and feeling like it's the end of the world if I get a B on something. So that's, how do you feel about that? Um, I think in this, like what you said about the social aspect was really interesting to me because I felt kind of the opposite way. I think over quarantine, I realized my need for Mm -hmm. social like just interacting with people and like in general um i think a big part of that is my primary love language is touch Uh touch and so i like i don't know if you noticed but i'm constantly hugging people and like fist bumping people and high-fiving people like just anything just to like either show my affection or like get affection back from them but like i just i find that so nice for some reason and I like I think that was a big part of me struggling during COVID is just because I was alone in my room and I would talk to people over FaceTime I guess but it's just like it's not the same thing that like not not even necessarily one-on-one but just in-person social interaction um and like I think it's the same thing for my classes I get so much more from them when I participate Mm -hmm. if I'm just sitting there listening I'll get like I'll get some information from it but significantly less and so I think that was like that that's that was my main realization during COVID and I, I just find it so interesting that it's so different from yours yeah um, but I, I I think that's just kind of who we are as people and I don't think it's like necessarily good or bad either way I think it's just different yeah no that's and then, very fair yeah. and then academically I like numbers wise I've done the same both years mm-hmm. um feeling wise I feel like this year was harder but mainly because of like I was just taking harder courses like junior year is just a harder year than sophomore year Mm -hmm. in general um but I also feel like this year we had some like questionable teachers and I like with a few of them I as long as I was nice to them and like was a good student and participated in class and I reached out to them every once in a while just like to check in be like hey just making sure I have an A in your class right now as long as I did that I was good um and so that's like that was essentially my strategy this entire year is just like be aware of my grades at all times and make sure that i end up with an a however i need to get it right that makes a lot of so, sense that was interesting. yeah i'd say like this year <laughs> this year was definitely an interesting year in terms of like you know our curriculum our classes and who was teaching them but right. um on the right side I did learn a lot more of like you know like at at our school it's it's interesting because we have like such 
hard courses so the teachers are like subject experts like they're not individuals not all of them are people who've like gone to school like to, who's majored in like teaching but they majored in this area and they know everything there is to know about this one thing and they teach it so 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 well whereas on the other hand there have been instances where like we haven't gotten the best teachers and I think that it's interesting just because like we take AP courses so it can be really it can be really nerve-wracking when you're like like you're you're like a a textbook in front of you and you're just like flipping through the pages trying to teach yourself like the craziest information it's like oh my god what am I gonna do but um I think just to tie that back it's like we learned I've no I've personally learned like the social aspect of having a good relationship with your teacher like in the past it was like I'd have like maybe three or four teachers that I could like rely on like outside of like an academic sense just people I could talk to and like they knew me almost like they knew me outside of school while in school but for me now it's more like understanding how having a good relationship with your teacher actually can bring you a good grade interestingly enough which I didn't think was possible until you know the current day yeah no I absolutely agree with that and I think I mean I also think in general I have never hated any teacher that I've had. Mm -hmm. I have sometimes doubted their ability to teach. I have sometimes thought that they could do better in certain ways, but I've never like truly hated a teacher. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I've ever truly hated anybody, but I think like the way that I approach social situations is I try to be friends with everyone. And I think that's the same way with teachers where like, I will never walk into their classroom without saying hello or saying good morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll always try to talk to them like outside school or like a few days ago, I literally just wrote end of year letters to all of my teachers just to thank them because it's been a rough year. And I feel like everyone deserves that. So I think my like kind of philosophy in general is to be friends with my teachers because I think that that makes class more enjoyable. And, you know, if it gets me an A, that's great too, but I don't think that's the main reason I do it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Definitely. I agree. I think that like, it's kind of hard because I don't know, growing up, I had this like idea that teachers didn't live outside of school. It's almost like they were like there before (laughs) I got there. They're there after I leave. And in between they sort of like, I don't know they just like poof I don't know that was like my elementary school like perspective and then one day I I was in like I remember I was in like third or fourth grade and I saw my pre-k teacher at a Marshalls and I was like wait this is not real like this cannot be real and that's believe it or not that like solidified to me like teachers have lives like teachers have lives outside of teaching And, and no I'm like I'm serious and I think now just like understanding that they're a person first and a teacher second is something that like I've noticed a lot of like in the past a lot of my peers I guess didn't really have that cemented and I'm like wait this is really interesting and like now like today especially after the pandemic like I always sit I'm thinking and I'm like wow like I'm dealing with like a bunch of assignments as a student and I'm like overwhelmed and I like don't want to touch any of them and on the other end is a teacher who's like teaching content grading homework assigning projects and also like providing emotional support to like all of us 
So I, I feel like yeah. I walked away from last year in particular with like a much, much, much deeper appreciation for like the, the adults in our lives because it can be easy doing all of that. Yeah, definitely. And I think relating to them in that way, like we're over here struggling with our personal lives, our love lives, our friendships, like all that stuff, while also doing our homework and like having to pass their class. Mm-hmm. But then having like having that relate to them in the way like our teachers have love lives too you know mm-hmm. like sometimes you don't want to think about it but they have they have lives they have friendships they have like family who can pass away or who they have arguments with or whatever and they also have to do a lot of work and yeah. so I think like relating the fact that we both have to have that balance of work and our lives and like knowing that we as students sometimes it's hard to keep that balance I think helps at least me understand how teachers can sometimes lose that balance and get like kind of lost in their personal lives and not do as good of a job as at teaching yeah and I think that helps me have a little bit more empathy for them definitely that's a big thing especially since like it's it's hard because our teachers, our classes are so small, so we're a lot closer to our teachers than I would expect, like, other students at larger schools to be, and because of that, like, we're inevitably going to know things about our teachers' personal lives that they they, they confide in us as a class, like, that's a testament to how close we've gotten to them, and I think it can be kind of hard with like some of our favorite teachers leaving or like understanding that because they have lives outside of school and because there's at the end of the day, being a teacher is a career and it supplements their lives. Having to move is a big thing. And I know that it, it can be really painful sometimes when like that one teacher man who like, not only do they teach amazingly, but they were there for you. Like they watched you grow. It can be hard to like saying goodbye to them. And, I feel like school, like school taught me like on a more emotional level, like how to sort of let go of things without, without it hurting as much. Oh no. I guess. I... That's, yeah, that's deep. Um, uh, see, I definitely think I learned that, but I, I don't think I learned that from school. Ah. But that's really sad. No, no, it is. It really is. <laughs> it's it's something like it's life though. Like the same way that like the same way that our some of our favorite teachers are gonna watch us graduate and like it's not like we're walking back into the building, you know what I mean? Like that's it, it's yeah. done. I don't know, it's really beautiful. It kinda yeah. reminds me of like a butterfly. Like just like the psych like the metamorphosis. Yeah. I don't know, poetic. like even though it eventually comes to an end I think it kind of it it definitely built us into who we are today Mm -hmm. and I think with teachers like Miss Horowitz and like even Miss Krug and like teachers like that like when I get into the that I want to get into for example I'm going to email them and I'm gonna be like hey like I hope you're doing well um I got into this college I like you know yay (laughs) I wanted to share that with because like they've been a big part of that journey for me and I I want to share that with them and I think that they'll be happy to hear from me and be like oh my gosh I really did that for her you know yeah 
no that's like a really big point I think like sharing like our our sort of like our milestones with our teachers is so cute because it's like Definitely. it's like yeah you watched me you watch me go to student hours every day trying to understand this one very <laughs> simple this one very simple concept and now I'm yeah. graduating like look at us it's just it's cute but it's it's it also helps. yeah no continue I was gonna say it's also just wild that like we're we're seniors mm-hmm. like what yeah like ain't no way ain't no way we started this podcast in sophomore year, technically. Oh my gosh, we did. Look at us, we're so cute. Oh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's definitely, I don't know, I feel like on an academic scale, obviously the college we go to, uh, I genuinely believe that the college we go to will determine how well high school has prepared us. Like, if I go to like some really prestigious, like really rigorous school, I'm gonna, I'm probably yeah. gonna be really thankful that I attended basis. But if I go to like, you know, like a larger school that's a lot more laid back, I, I don't know how I'm gonna feel, and that, that's something I think about a lot. Like, am I gonna regret like all the times that I like, you know, stayed up past X hour and like, like just all the sleepless nights studying or doing work or whatever, whatever you you may have. Um, just to like go to the same school that someone else who maybe went to a less rigorous school um has attended I don't know but I know that like I really learned like grit that's one thing it's like Mm -hmm. resilience almost because you know like the harder the class the harder you fall like literally the harder the topics the easier it is to to get tripped up but I'm really thankful that like we've had this experience together just because it's like at basis, like you don't stay this long unless you genuinely, genuinely love learning. And... For sure, yeah. And I, I think it's interesting that you said that about like the big school and like someone else who might not have like, I guess, worked as hard as you getting into the same school. I think, like in general, my life philosophy, and I know this is corny, you don't have to tell because just to get through basis, you have to have an incredible amount of grit and yeah. determination. And you need to, like, you need to want to pass. Because, that, like, that's just the way our school is structured. So, I think that that is undeniably a part of every single one of us. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't trade that for, like, extra time not studying. I think that that has just taught me to, well, one, spend less time studying and, um, you know, like, start being a little bit more happy in my life but I think I wouldn't have learned that lesson without basis yeah it all comes full circle guys so cute exactly (laughs) I think that like I don't know it's interesting like I was looking back this past school year and I'm like well do I like regret not making as many friends or like do I feel like I could have put myself out there more or anything like that and I don't know like I just I feel like this is the one year I, I'd say out of my entire time in high school or my entire time at basis where I'm like, I feel like I was truly me the entire school year. And I, I feel a lot of pride. I feel like very proud of that. Like I didn't, there was, there was no instance at my time here, right? Like this past school year where I can say like, yeah. well, now look at this. Like you've, you know, now started something like, or like a friendship that you can't, you know, follow through on or like, 
you've like started this or that that you can't see through I'm like no like I knew exactly what I was getting myself into I knew I just did my best and I'm really proud of that through everything I'm I don't know I just this school year definitely taught me a lot more about life yeah no I definitely agree with that I think for me I definitely made some mistakes this school year I'm thinking particularly of my love life where there were multiple things that I did where I thought I was being nicer to the person and it ended up just being worse and I think that that taught me a lot about like just what to do next time you know and I think it's like it's always that whenever I learn something I'm like okay next time this is what I'm going to do differently and I think like one of my proudest moments this year in love life was when I learned something about like during a previous breakup I was like okay um I need to stop bullshitting these people (laughs) because like in my previous breakup I had I had told the person that it was because of my mental health which wasn't it definitely wasn't a lie it was a big part of it but it definitely wasn't the whole reason either and I kind of like didn't fully say the other part of the reason because I didn't want to hurt their feelings but the next, like, the, the next time that something like that happened, I said what I needed to say in a nice way, but without hiding any part of the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a lot better. Yeah. And I, I think it was better for both that person and for me. And so I think that's, like, like you just learn. You know, you make mistakes and you learn from it and you do better next time. And I think that's part of the no regrets philosophy. I get that. I think it's... It's interesting just because, like, for me, like, ooh, I almost just sneezed again. Ooh, Lord. Um, ooh. Excuse me. No, maybe that just touched me. It touched me deep in my sinuses. I feel like. <laughs> no, honestly, though, I think that's a very beautiful. Yeah, girl. I think it's, it's beautiful just because, like, I'm, like, sitting on the other side of this, and I'm like, wow, like, that's. I feel like you're very mature, especially in terms of, like, your emotional, like, the emotional state, just because it's, like, we're, you know, we're still 17, like, we're not even adults yet, but, um, I think definitely, like, our time in school has, like, affected the way that we view ourselves outside of it, like, you're right, we matured, I'd say, very quickly, and in the best way possible, like, I, I'm not walking around with, like, chronic back pain with bills to pay, like, I didn't mature that way, but, like, I, (laughs) God bless, God bless people who, who do, though, but it's, like, I matured more in, like, understanding how the role that I play in my relationships with other people, like, I, I've learned how to, like, step back, live and let things be, learn from my mistakes, and then, to just move on like nothing is permanent everything is everything is just it's just happening and it's gonna happen and it'll continue to happen I think that exactly yeah no I love I love thinking that way um we also I just realized that we have not talked about the middle to high school transition and high school to college transition like at all (laughs) 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 maybe we should get to that yeah yeah um I think that for middle school, it was an interesting thing just because, like, I know for me, my favorite year, like, no matter, like, middle school, high school will always be sixth grade. It was the funniest year. It was probably my best year academically. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know. It's a, it's a good and a bad thing, guys. Don't worry. But um, 
it just was a wonderful year but I know that like on the other hand a lot of my peers have said that like eighth grade was the worst year and I think that's really interesting like it's I think it's really hey you know it's symbolic guys we gotta admit it's symbolic like we're you know 14 we're like getting ready to get into high school or taking our first AP courses life is just life is everywhere like it's just hard people are experiencing their first kisses their first romances their first friendship breakups all of these crazy things all culminating into one school year and it's hard it's crazy I think that academically from fifth grade to high school I would say that I was very well prepared the reason why is I am not I'm not terrible at math I can add numbers that matter. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm pretty good at math. And I think that it's not my strongest. It's not my strong suit. I'm definitely a humanities person. And the way that our school handled like testing, like testing into a math in fifth grade and then having your performance determine like the rest of the way your like math courses went. So like you could like take the same math as someone like three years in a row and the fourth year you guys are in different maths just based on your performance. I really like that because one size fits all anything doesn't work i said this before i'll say it again being able to have like your own schedule fit to your academic needs was really helpful for me and it it made me feel like i don't know it made me feel like i knew what was happening like i had some sort of control and that was something that was important to me because yeah oh my gosh these ads um (laughs) i don't know like it was just really helpful to me. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think... Hmm. Well, okay. First of all, I think that my favorite year was ninth grade. I don't know about my least favorite year. I don't think there's any year that I hated, but ninth grade was definitely my favorite year because I think that's when I started to find myself mm. and make my own decisions. And I think... I don't... Well, now that I think about it, like... In hindsight, this might have been connected, but in eighth grade, I actually applied to Walls for high school and to school without Walls, and I got accepted. And so it was like, I I had to make a decision between, am I going to school without Walls for high school or am I staying at basis? And so ultimately, obviously, I decided basis because I felt that that's where my community was, that's where the academic program was more suited to who I am as a student. Right. I think the like good thing about Walls was its extracurriculars, which basis sometimes lacks, and um, that was like its main plus side. But its academic like curriculum is not necessarily as good as basis, and I didn't really know that many people. We didn't have like I didn't have a community there yet, and so. It's just like, I think basis is the place for me. I would rather just stay here. And so I think, and my parents kind of wanted me to go to Walls, actually. Um, but they, like, fully supported and respected my decision. And so I think that was kind of the beginning of me making my own decisions. And, like, like you said, like, kind of, I guess, taking my future into my own hands and being like, okay, this is what I want to do now. Um I lost my train of thought. What was your question again? 
Honestly, I don't know. I was just I was just vibing. I loved it. I loved every step of the way. Um Okay. Well, um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, that makes I hey, yeah, it makes you're telling the right person. I went to Walls for three days because I couldn't determine oh, what yeah. yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to stay at basis or if I wanted to switch schools. Yeah. I um it was I remember my my first day of school. Uh, I started at basis and then Wall's first day of school started the day after. So I was at, I had two first days of schools for my ninth grade year. And I was there at Wall's from Tuesday through Thursday. And I figured out this is not the place for me. The people were great. It was just scheduling extracurriculars. It was, it was definitely not what I expected. And I went back to basis that Friday. And I think that that, taught me something and it made me you know what in all honesty I felt like oh like maybe I'm like too rigid a person like maybe going into this new environment is like too overwhelming for me and I have to go back to like what I'm used to and that made me think like well when I graduate how am I gonna acclimate to college now that I'm gonna be at a new school like it got like this really scared me it's like a really big thing in my mind and then I like, you know, took a step back. I said, wait a second, we need to think like, what's going on? And right. part of it was just like understanding that one, not every new environment is going to be like, it's going to have the same effect on me. So like me going to walls, like my decision to not stay there had nothing to do with the fact that I was in like a new place and I didn't know anyone. I was young, like we make friends. It was more just the fact that I felt like I wasn't being challenged academically. And I didn't realize how important that, like before I thought it was more of a want, but after my three days there, I, I figured out academically, like it was a need. I like, I have this yeah. like thirst for a challenge. Like I want to do well in something. I want to feel like it's hard so that when I come over that crest, it's like, I'm really satisfied. And yeah. that's definitely something that I carried with me through to this school year so Mm -hmm. like in like a class like for example history that was it's something that I'm good at I've always been good at it it's not you know my favorite class I love the class I've had wonderful history teachers but that was part of the reason why I didn't stay at walls like I was going to repeat a history class that I did really well in and I was like well this doesn't make any sense and like teachers like I, I'm so, so, so thankful I went back to basis because I remember the day I walked into the classroom in Miss Felmas's class, she gave me a hug. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is this our second day of knowing each other. And I'm so happy that like, yeah. you're happy that I'm here. And yeah. I've had Miss Felmas this past school year and she's one of the best, just aside from teacher, one of the best people that I've ever met. And oh. I feel like interacting with her, interacting with like the Miss Felmases, the Miss Horowitzes, the Miss Websters, like all of these amazing teachers who've affected my life outside of the academic like scape, like more in like a personal like development kind of way. I feel so thankful yeah. because like I feel like I've learned how to like almost interact with adults or like interact with like authority figures without it being like awkward or like, oh, I have to be on my best behavior. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I totally get that. Um, I had a shadow day at Walls, mm-hmm. only one, but, um, and, and, like, and the, it was the same thing. I just, I had that shadow day, and I was like, mm, oh, that's not it. Yeah. I actually, I had a shadow day the same day as Malcolm Douglas, mm-hmm. and we, like, we 
did the entire shadow day more or less together um with with our shadow buddies and at the end of the day he was like oh i actually kind of liked it and i was like mm, no this is not for me yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like the i just like i think part of it was it was too artsy and too focused on things outside of like academic right things in general and like i just i need kind of like you said like that I was going to say testing. Definitely not testing. No, no, not no. like challenge. Yeah. There we go. Um, like academic challenge. Definitely. Like I, like, I completely agree with what you said. It's like, it's, it's a need. It's not a want. It's something that I need in order to feel fulfilled. And like, I'm doing something that's worthwhile. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. We are hitting our 45 minute mark. Okay. Do you have anything um, else you want to add? The last, thing, the last thing I wanted to say was just, like, about, like, now moving on forward to college. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty nervous about college admissions, like, just the process. Right. But I'm also pretty confident in my ability to get into a good college. Right. And I think, what like, one of the main things that makes me confident is that I know I will be happy wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Because... I think, like, basis has taught me the importance of community, of community, and of like academic challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think that basically any college is going to provide me with that. Right. And like, I'm gonna get that, and like, it might be different in certain colleges, but I'm going to get some aspects of that regardless. And I, I'm gonna make the the best of it, and just like my like who i am as a person i will be happy and i will make my own happiness wherever i go mm-hmm. and so i think that basis has prepared me to be okay with like whatever the outcome of this is while still obviously striving for the best possible outcome i love that i think that's a wonderful way to end the episode i think that was like oh no that was very touching i love that um <laughs> thank you we are obviously back from a long hiatus. Probably going to start another one, guys. We are so sorry. It's okay, though. You know, it's fine. Every time we get back together, it is a ball. Thank you so much for listening. Um, summer is starting. Noemi, we're going to have career week this week. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, oh, my God. You're in that? I am. so fun. It is. All right. Bye, guys.